It began like any other typical Saturday night on campus in the middle of the little town of Moscow, Idaho. A placid and for the most part extremely secure college town that has not experienced a single homicide since the year 2015. Everything was going swimmingly with life. Gathering of friends, some of whom are heading to the bar and others who are going to get some food. Everyone would eventually run out of steam and retire. A rental house for some late night chit chat, phone calls, texting, as early 20 somethings typically do practically every night. And finally getting more comfortable, a restful night's sleep, a kind of sleep that only a college student who'd been out late in the night laughing with friends could have. Where you go to sleep one night, wake up the following afternoon feeling a little foggy, but with the energy to do it all over again. However, the four college students who sadly are the focus of our narrative were doomed to never see the sunlight of that next day again. Their fate sealed in the moment they fell asleep. Conversely, some of them awoke to the sensation of a sharp, jagged blade penetrating through their flesh and bone with so much force that vast quantities of blood come rushing out of their bodies in a horrifying crime scene that would befuddle and traumatize senior investigators who had seen a fair bit in their careers. At the abject horror of it all. I mean, it doesn't happen all that frequently. That blood will pool to the level. It'll start to run down the outside of a house, but still, it did indeed happen in this case. Everyone who was present in the house must have heard the commotion. Everyone in the house was likely a victim of this garish assailant, right? It turns out, two roommates were able to sleep through it all. It makes sense when you consider that it was a silent weapon. If you're able to catch your victims off guard while they're sleeping, it is plausible that someone in another room or even on a different floor of the house could just as easily have been unaware what was occurring just feet from their doors. They would awaken, though, to discover their friends lying quite soundly, or so they thought, not reacting to much of anything, which would prompt them to telephone 911, only to find out that their friend was not only unresponsive, but also tragically dead in their bed. And the blood... Why, it was sprayed everywhere in the house, something that one may reasonably anticipate observing relatively immediately. After everything was said and done, Ethan, Kaylee, Zanna, and Madison were no longer alive. Their spirits suddenly ripped from their bodies, pulled from this earth with the rapid thrust of a blade. When the police became aware of the situation, They'd swiftly advise the general public that there was no danger and to resume carrying on their lives as usual, only to withdraw those words when a significant period of time had passed, with the realization that the culprit responsible for the crime remained a mystery, that they were currently at large. Who is the murderer, and why did they choose to take the lives of four cherished kids? this chilly night in late autumn? That is the question that we now have. Why were four killed? For what? This is four killed for what? 
the Idaho College Murders Podcast. A podcast which will follow and discuss the case of what we know in the moment, however this nightmare transpires. To listen, simply search Idaho College Murders, four killed for what, wherever you download podcasts and press subscribe. Our first episodes are set to drop in just days. Again, Idaho College Murders, four killed for what, wherever you download podcasts. Also, right now, you can join in our Facebook discussion group for the latest on the case. Simply search Idaho College Murders, or killed for what on Facebook and join our group and discussion. Mm-hmm.